0: Yo, what up, Nashville? 3HL is on the air. 1045, the zone. Rainy Wednesday in the Music City. There's a winter weather advisory in effect Thursday night for Nashville and also Williamson County and I'm done. counties to the west and northwest.
1: <laughs> I'm done. What's wrong with you? I hate winter. Why? I hate cold weather. Don't give me that ice. I don't want any more snow. We've had enough, Nashville.
0: Eighth snowiest January in Nashville history.
1: See? And this, it was the is, snowiest. this is why I have been running red for a month.
0: Oh, yeah, because you weren't running red before the snow.
2: <laughs> it's anticipation
0: of the snow coming that had to run yeah, red. Yeah, you've never run red before. I mean. You've been doing 3HL for like five years.
1: Do you think I've been running red for five years? I
0: mean, uh, there are elements to it. I gotta go get horse, horse horse. Sometimes I drag it out of you. <laughs>
1: Sometimes you, like, just poke the bear. Sometimes
0: sometimes your husband does it, which he did yesterday when he sent us a picture of him with that a one. mustache. With his god-awful
2: mustache? I, you know
0: how big love of a it. gift that was for me, sitting I at mean, the house man. with a text message oh, oh, that? That was such a we gift. We put it on Twitter. Oh. There were 66 likes and 30 comments.
3: Man, people were going in about it all night long, too there, were, there
1: were actually some really funny comments. I'm not gonna lie. Our <laughs> listeners are super creative. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, so, let me say so this. So he still air. has the mustache <laughs> yeah! so um the stash he... lives. I wondered how that
0: went last night
1: yeah well his his he's gonna be single that's what's gonna be living <laughs> soon if the stash doesn't go away so i'll I'll let you guys know tomorrow. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: I mean, Is that a check mark? Is that a box anywhere on the divorce papers?
1: <laughs> yeah, would not get rid of his porn stash. <laughs> it's
0: a Davenport rule?
1: Yes.
3: <laughs> he got the Ron German.
0: Yeah. Yes. You didn't go into the marriage thinking about that, did you?
1: <laughs> I didn't think that would be a thing. <laughs> no, you going not get
0: one of these. That he does. He looks like... Your husband looks like an 80s police officer in a movie. Yeah. Not like a real it. one. But Well, maybe a real one.
3: Stop but encouraging when, when he puts like the aviators on, too... I mean, it's Sandy like... you got to see him with those on. Officer Harder. Officer Harder.
1: <laughs> Moving I'm, on.
3: I mean, it just popped up in my timeline.
0: Yeah. it. That's all
1: running right. red. I'm running red on that.
0: Today is National <laughs> Women's and, Women and Girls in Sports Day, right? Hey, yes. Did I say that correctly?
1: Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. I don't know, actually, but it sounds good. <laughs> Sounded right to me. <laughs> yeah. We thanks you thanks all. for you support. I love you all.
0: I get it. It's like Valentine's Day. Shouldn't we celebrate women and girls in sport every day? Yep. Yes.
3: That is Black History Month too. Yes. Yes. I forgot to say it yesterday. Good day behind. But it's the whole month. And a, I'm a day store. behind.
1: It's the whole month though. Yeah,
3: you
0: didn't right. miss a day. I mean, yeah. yeah. You're finally
3: eating that salad. That's good. Man, I, I got about seven more bites.
0: <laughs> all That's right. All uh, so Brian Flores. Uh, I mean, everybody's talking about this, uh, and, and this story has has transcended sport, right? Like, so <laughs> this is one of those stories they're talking about on. If I watched The View, it would be on Mm -hmm. The View probably. I don't know. Good Morning America, Today Show, all Mm -hmm. of those things. Well, actually, Brian Flores was on CBS uh, Morning Show uh, today talking about all this, and he has sued the NFL. He has sued three NFL teams. Those are the Dolphins who recently fired him, which we all were like, why are you firing that guy? Right. Look at the turnaround that he has put within that team this year, but also like the last two years. Like, I felt like he was getting more out of that team than anybody could.
3: Back-to-back winning seasons.
0: Yes. More wins Mm -hmm. than Belichick in the last two years. Mm -hmm. But he's fired. Miami thinks they can do better. I don't know. Got to go, got to go. uh, Broncos, Giants, also named in the lawsuit. Here's the other thing he's doing. He is uh, trying to get a class action lawsuit going, which means other people get into the lawsuit and it becomes even bigger. Mm. Cut number five. Why did Brian Flores file this lawsuit?
3: We didn't have to file a lawsuit for for the world to know that there's a problem from a, from a hiring standpoint in regards to minority coaches in the National Football League. The numbers speak for themselves. Uh, we filed the lawsuit so that we could create some change. And that's important to me. I think we're at a fork in the road right now. You know, we're either going to keep it the way it is
4: mm-hmm.
3: or we're going to go in another direction and actually make some real change where. We're actually changing the hearts and minds of those who make decisions
5: to hire head coaches, executives, etc.
0: Really feels like that Belichick text to him where Bill Belichick, for those that don't know, texted Brian Flores, congratulations on getting the Giants job. Well, he meant to text Brian Dayball, who did get the job. Well, the problem there is this text came on Monday. Brian Flores' interview was on Thursday, yep. like the next Thursday. Mm-hmm. So he hadn't even interviewed or a position that had already been given out, apparently. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of things. Is this Belichick trying to screw the NFL? Because <laughs> he's been at war with the league for a while. Or was it an honest mistake? That's really the answer. Um, but I guess that's what sent him over the edge on this stuff. Because, you know, the 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 part of the lawsuit where he's saying that uh, the Dolphins were willing to give him $100,000 per loss. Mm-hmm. Came out like that had been going on, uh, but he hadn't mentioned that until this. Lawsuit. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what snapped him. And I guess the text message snapped him. I don't yeah. know.
1: Well, because my initial my one of my other questions, too, because we still have head coach openings in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. And so timing of it, he went ahead, which I, I would assume he's a candidate for was a candidate for those openings it should have been a candidate should have been a candidate mm-hmm. for those openings but he chose timing now which to me showed that that was kind of the the final straw mm-hmm. for him like he wasn't willing to wait and see what happened with these openings right. he went ahead and immediately very close to where I mean, obviously, it, it was something that was weighing heavy on mm-hmm. him on his mind anyway to do clearly mm-hmm. because this this isn't thrown together in, yeah. in a couple of days. Right. And I know a lot of people are saying are, we're not happy with the NFL's statement on it because that they didn't do their due diligence and and you know kind of dive in and investigate my take on that was there is no way in the world that the nfl did not know this was coming because that organization knows everything right so everybody that that text
0: message from belichick would have been last monday so you've had a week and a half yeah
1: so a week and a Uh, half
0: it came out yesterday right like no it came out monday night yeah monday evening, during our show, mm-hmm. where we had to, like, cipher through all, all kinds of things. No, it was yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday, yeah. I was talking about It was, was yesterday, yesterday. Yep. Yeah. It was okay, yesterday during our show. Yep. A week and a day. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: So but- so that's kind of my take on on that part of it. And it's clear that for him, it is about forcing change. It's about forcing, yeah. you know, a, a, a movement and all of that because he wasn't willing to wait and see mm. what happened with these other open jobs
3: yeah and I think that's that's exactly what it is like you take so much of it and and then to a certain point it's like oh on, no, man now 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 forget the, whoever's whoever's overseeing this or he's leaning on to you know for for um counsel in this situation whether it be other head coaches black coaches whatever it may be um I think they may have told him probably too won't you wait for a second? And he was probably no nah, man. I'll, let let's roll with this, like, because right. enough is enough. He was
1: ready. Yeah and,
3: yeah, and and for him to say that, man, I'm willing to take a stand for it and make sure that this is illuminated right now. Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 the key in it because he knew. He, I mean, he knew he wasn't he wasn't gonna get these jobs or anything once this came out. So he's ready to stand on that, and I think enough was enough. And I think that's where he, that's where he's rolling with and.
0: That's what's crazy about it all though. Like to Bab's point, like there are a couple of jobs
3: still open and he's a great candidate. Yeah.
1: Well, and then yeah. if he I mean I But if he's you also saying it's not that, about him. He is saying that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that is the bigger picture and that's why. Mm-hmm. But I also looked at it as well, if you you're a great candidate for these other jobs, if you didn't get those jobs, that would certainly build yeah. your case right. as well. Yeah. And right. If you
0: can't prove this stuff, you're done. Right. Yeah, and I, that's, that's the danger the situation. I think you
3: stand on it even more, like, yeah. to the point that he's doing it. Like, it's, okay, I understand. I, I, I'm not getting these jobs, but wait till you see this documentation that I got right All here. Right.
0: 615 six We'll be right back. Uh, more on this Brian Ford situation. This is 3HL. 1045 the zone talking about this Brian Flores lawsuit. Trying to get a uh, class action lawsuit together. Looks like. Um was on CBS morning, uh morning show this morning.
1: He was on I think it was Get Up Get right? Up yep. this morning.
0: <clears throat> and again to, to your point, Babs, like it's kind of weird timing, like uh, in that there are a couple of jobs open, so like it would make sense to go through the process, and if you got one of those jobs, great. If you didn't, you would have more ammunition. Right. To your case.
3: But then in some at some in some at some point it's bigger than just getting a job. You know what I'm saying? Like we were talking about. And clearly that's yeah. where he is. That's a great that's point. Where that's where he that's is. Where he yeah, is. you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, it's if you if you have the info behind you to back you up and the documentation and hardcore evidence, like we were talking off air, man, you you a coaching job, you bigger than that. Like you don't even need to coach no more. You are a you leading a whole different movement. I think By it would then. be
1: difficult yeah. to coach.
3: Yeah. There you go.
1: After it's going to be, I think it's going to be difficult regardless of how this turns out. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Well,
0: and yes. And if he can it, and it comes down to, Ramon said it beautifully this morning. It comes down to what can you prove. Yeah. Right. So if you can't prove it, yeah. you're not coaching in the NFL anymore. No. Right. Because mm-hmm. those guys who are in control of those clubs want to hire who they want to hire and they're not going to hire somebody who's going to rock the boat. That's just the yep. way that it is.
3: The right. ultimate, the ultimate stamp is from them from yeah. the so, regards.
1: And if you do prove it, then that was my point. I don't know if you're going to be a coach again, because you will be kind of the, the not figurehead, but the face yeah. of change. change yeah. yeah and, mm-hmm. and you will be pulled to do so many different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. My
0: thing. And and I hit on this When, when, Slay read the statement yesterday. We will defend against these claims which are without merit. That's right. the last line of the NFL statement. Yeah. To me, why not investigate
3: it? That's the part the word that, that bothered me so much. But to well, Bob's point, and my point she, was, they probably already have.
1: Uh, like times five million. Because yeah. you
3: don't you don't say
0: that without feeling right. like you know what's going on. But my thing, the NFL you say that, is uh, a
1: different man. That's well, a they, different animal. I mean, it's the with shield. It. They Their power is scary, without
3: question. Without so question. they've
1: they've already known about that. They've probably mm-hmm. already known that this is coming mm-hmm. for six months.
3: And that, that's my thing. Like you, so but when you put a statement out like uh, like that, and then that last part, you automatically shifting my 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 um my perspective or my opinion. Right.
0: It makes you have an
3: opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's for a lot of why people. We, like you like, said, why we can't wait? Let's wait and see what factually that, that's comes where out. I
0: am with anything like this. But a lot of people are going to read this and just go decide already. Yeah,
3: automatically and a lot of them are going and to a, decide with the nfl
0: and and that's what a statement like that 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 <laughs> that that kind of statement divides right mm-hmm. like yep makes you uh makes a lot of people come up with the yeah. decision before you have all the information mm-hmm. so six one five seven three seven one zero four five is the number at 3hl uh, 1045 certainly on twitter let's get chris in here and hermitage chris what's up man What's
5: going on? What's going on? I hope all is well. Yes, yes. I, and Chris. Chris. Hey, man, I listen to you guys every day. Y'all do a wonderful job.
3: Appreciate that.
5: And you are usually on point and think pretty quick on your feet. So I was kind of surprised that none of you guys brought this up about the the Flores lawsuit. Mm-hmm. How did Bill Belichick know so far in advance that the guy was already mm-hmm. hired?
3: And who else knew? So, so we we were talking about that off air also. But you got to realize too, at the same time, man, these circles are small. Um, so if it was a, Flora said the text message came last Monday. Yeah,
0: and then he was going to interview on Thursday.
3: Yeah, but if you think for a second, you're, you're if you think for a second, John Robinson or Vrabel can't pick up a phone and call a coach somewhere and get information to to congratulate. Just like the thing that just came out with a Rod getting land down here. Stillman came out with it, but we already knew. Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: That That is I, that is such a so, uh, sewing circle. Like, yeah, I, I can't it's, even it's,
3: tell you how gossipy coaches are. It, 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 is it, unreal. it
0: is what it is. And I love it. It's entertaining to and, me. I,
5: and I understand that, but that's crazy. That That's a long that's a long time in between mm-hmm. from Monday to Thursday, you know. And for, yeah, you're and, right. And, and, and it kind of proves the guy's point because how did other people know, but they kept him out of the loop and he didn't know? So, see, it kind of makes me like, well, we're going to keep it to ourselves. It's what we're going to do, and we're going to keep him on the outside, and he don't know. Mm. You
3: see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I feeling so exactly what you're it's saying.
5: Like, it's like it's like a old boy in a circle thing going to me. Well, I, know, that's well, just
3: my opinion. Well, well, guess what? You ain't too far wrong on that part right there. That's part of it. That part of it is like
0: anything in life. It's about relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? But here's here is the thing. Clearly, the Rooney Rule isn't working, right? Mm-hmm. when you, you have one Minority head coach out of thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Now, th- to me, that doesn't mean that there's a systematic, and may- maybe there is, but but it doesn't necessarily mean to me that there's a systematic race problem in the NFL necessarily. You're talking about thirty-two owners that have this this hiring power, right? Like, so how do you get thirty-two people to come to uh, the 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 idea of inclusion and equality mm-hmm. and And, you know, the right guy needs to get the interview and all of those things because, you know, none of us want to be told who to hire. Like, we want to hire the guy that we think is going to help us win. Right. But the reality of the situation is there are other things at play. When you put 32 people in a room, there's going to be 32 very different ideas about lots of things. But so how do we, like, the Rooney rule is not working. So how do we make this uh, a more um, um, inclusive
3: situation? That's where you shine the light on it at. I mean, that's where you get to. Like when
0: Babs opened the door and the rats started running around yesterday. <laughs> you know that thing was in there
1: when no. you opened that door. Oh, stop.
0: Had to be. It's a okay. mouse.
1: Rats. So how did, so
0: better. okay, I don't want to go down that path. But, like, in the cartoon world, like, mice are, like, the hero and rat is the villain. Yeah, that's, that's true.
3: true. The, I mean, the smaller, the smaller. Is it because they're bigger?
1: Yeah. Yep. Rats? Mm-hmm. It's the tail. I'm telling you, it's look at a rat's nasty tail, and the little mouse is
0: smaller. Like, and Davenport and, was like, "How's that thing going to die?" I'm like, "They don't die. They don't. Rats don't die."
1: I'm like, you, "It's eating chocolate. In chocolate, <laughs> does chocolate not kill it? Like it, it kills, kills dogs? dogs. It's not a dog?
0: <laughs> so I Listen that about dogs. A nuclear explosion would not kill the rat. Didn't
1: thank God you don't well, have a dog. That's, that's, that's sugar-free what... gum that'll kill a dog. Really? Too. Yeah.
0: Trey in Nashville next up. Trey, what's up, man?
1: Grapes.
5: <laughs> Tray.
0: Tray. All right. uh, I don't want Trey to say the wrong thing. I don't
1: want Trey to get in trouble. Please, Kenny Tray. the
0: mailman. Then we'll go to Todd Furman and get some uh, gambling advice. Kenny, what's up? Oh, Kenny. Kenny. Hi. That's it. There Thanks. you go. Can hey. y'all hear me? Kenny. Kenny,
4: what's up? Yeah. I can't understand why my wife hates mice but plays with gerbils.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the same thing. I'm yeah. going to figure that
4: out. Yeah, yeah that's the cousin. uh Speaking about Brian Forrest, Here's one thing I am looking forward to. He's going to be offered between twenty and forty million dollars, right, to drop it right before they give depositions, because rich and powerful people hate. They will be dragged kicking and screaming into a deposition. NFL's not going to
0: be deposed. You're right. I right. mean, is, you can ask any if, question. Mm-mm. Nope.
4: Yeah, even if they did not do anything illegal, they've done so much unethical with uh,
3: yeah.
4: how don't even tell people how much money they make mm-hmm. to getting seized, bidding against each other to their hiring practices. They will not be deposed. I've been deposed and the witness and, and I'm standing. I ran up there waving, laughing because I live my life, you know, in truth. <laughs> And then I've seen people just touch that Bible to get sworn in and start sweating and crying and everything. So they will not be
1: deposed
0: Yeah,
4: That's yeah. a good point. Too. Hey, y'all yeah. have a great day. Thank
3: you,
0: bro. Thanks, anyway.
1: Kenny. Be safe.
0: Kenny the Mailman came to our last uh, Buffalo Wild Wing show.
1: He's the good best. So
0: him. did. And lots of the 3HL listeners were glad to see him because he's mm-hmm. been calling in shows for uh, for Years.
1: Probably as long as Todd Furman's been a part of this show, right? Speaking
0: of, uh, some, somebody's got a hold of Todd Furman. I don't know what's going on.
1: Todd,
0: weird things happen in Vegas, man. Uh,
1: somebody got a hold of him. I, I don't know. He got sniped.
3: Well, guess what? You know what the the thing is? Um, I probably could fill in for Todd Furman because yesterday, think so? yesterday I was could have been three. I was Listen. one point for being three from three.
0: Listen, you went uh, you went preds one mm-hmm. and a half. Yep. Use with the hundredth. Win of his career. You. Mm-hmm. What about Forsberg? We haven't spent a lot of time in the press. We will now. That's it. It's coming. Forsberg and Duchesne have been rocking Killing it.
3: Yeah. You got then, two going. Two going at all star game. too, this year, right? Hmm. You said, um. Can I say juice? Roman Yossi. Yeah. And Yossi. You can, yeah. See, you can say whatever you I can want. I say what I want to say. You know. Juice. <laughs> I, mean, it's I always say juice anyway. Yeah. So Yossi. It's Yossi? Mm. Juice. They're second in the West. Yossi.
0: They've. Got one four out of the last five. <laughs> the only loss was in a shootout. So they've got nine out of the last ten possible points. Yeah. You've got the Winter Classic coming
3: up later in the month, mm-hmm. which we got to be be there for that. And I rolled with Babs and Auburn yesterday, and they spanked their butt, uh, as they spanked that elephant and butt,
1: dropped a hundy on Hundo? Alabama War Eagle. Yeah. Roll yeah. who?
3: Ty yeah. Furman, you win money
0: on uh, Auburn last night.
2: No, I didn't, but if you told me that Auburn's offense in college basketball was going to be more explosive than what we've seen on the football field the last couple of years, I could have made a few bucks. Who knew, darn You're the if you worst. went through a- who knew, Don, that you went to a basketball school first and foremost? Because uh, yeah. I'm not sure an Iron Bowl victory is in the near future for the football team. Well, I
1: mean, our basketball coach makes more than our football coach now, so we are a hoop school, apparently.
2: As he pr- as he probably should, given there's actual stability on the hardwoods and compared to the gridiron, where the I have slight suspicion that Brian Harstein may not be long for that particular post.
0: Mm. <laughs> I mean, five coordinators in two seasons, Todd. I mean, what's the over under on that total by the end of? Uh, 2022 season.
2: I mean, everybody knows when you bring in Kevin Steele, the goal is stability, right, in the grand scheme of things throughout the uh, country. So, I mean, we'll see how long he lasts in Miami, but clearly everything is not right on the planes. We'll give Brian Harsin the benefit of the doubt, though, but I would set the over-under on seasons. He's down there as Auburn's head football coach. It's a shade more than a year if he can withstand this season.
0: How much of a Cinderella is this Cincinnati team when we when we look back, like in, in the off season going into this season, or maybe when they were 7-6 and six and they'd just been blown out by the Chargers? What how how much of an outlier is this
2: oh it definitely uh deserves a ton of credit i mean you haven't seen a team with this long a price tag get to the Super Bowl since the Rams did it, it as the greatest show on turf way back in 1999. Yeah, we know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that Super Bowl was. Uh, but you also dig into some of the metrics that the Bengals have put forth through three playoff games, and they leave you scratching your head because they've been outgained from a raw yardage standpoint and net yards per play against the Raiders uh, and against the Tennessee Titans. Then they come up find a way to battle back against the Kansas City Chiefs facing a 21-3 to deficit. Teams that had an 18-point lead or more in the NFL this year before Sunday we're 115 and one the only team that erased that kind of deficit was the baltimore ravens against the indianapolis colts on monday night football so it just goes to show that this team believes in themselves they got a little bit of fairy dust working in their favor we'll see if that's enough to protect joe burrow against the tenacious pass rush of the los angeles rams
0: i love the rams but uh matthew stafford does make me really nervous a couple three times a game
2: well, there's no doubt about it. I think when you look at Matthew Stafford and some of his poor decision making, uh, you can understand those interceptable throws. He, he obviously dodged a bullet with a whiskey tart, dropping the ball right in his chest that had all the potential to change the trajectory of that particular football game. But to Stafford's credit, he finally is able to shake some of those demons that plagued him as a member of the Lions. He doesn't have to do it all on his own in this game. They should be able to run the football. They should be able to do enough defensively, and that's part of the reason you've seen this number that opened 3.5, leak out into 4.5, and, and maybe even 5 before we're talking at this time next week.
0: Mm. At, what time, at what point do you push back?
2: Uh, At six, it becomes a slightly different handicap Uh, for me when I look at this particular number. Then you begin to try and figure out where the Bengals can have an advantage. One of the big storylines, though, that I don't think the casual fan will follow that's definitely going to have an impact Without C.J. Uzoma out there at the tight end position, there is a massive drop-off to Drew Sample, his backup, and I think it changes some of what Cincinnati can do as far as sustaining drives, being able to work over the middle of the field if you assume that the Rams are going to do what Kansas City did and try and neutralize Jamar Chase and force somebody else wearing the Bengals black and white to beat them.
3: Man, Todd, you, you threw me for a little curveball Six. right there. Six is a lot. Hey, I'm ooh. I, I thought well, if we uh, got to five, I, would, I might roll with the Bengals if we got to five. i, yeah, yeah, be I mean, I'm closer.
2: not sure it's going to get to six late, mm-hmm. but When you talk about some of the key numbers out there, I mean, we know about three. Uh, we know about seven. But once you get through four, there's mm-hmm. nothing to stop some of that momentum from going from four and a half, mm-hmm. pe- bypassing five, getting to five and a half. True. So maybe there's a scenario where books have a little bit of liability going to the Rams that they would dangle a six out there and try and see if there was at least an appetite from professional betters to kind of take it back.
0: So at five, you still like the Rams?
2: Yeah, at five, it doesn't change the handicap for me. And to be quite honest, uh, if I'm betting this game and I haven't bet it yet, Uh, The only way for me to look would be at the Rams' money line, hoping that that price comes down, because we've talked about this at great lengths, Brent, and this may be a little bit newer to you, Slay. When you look at the way that the Super Bowl gets bet, typically people will walk to the window, they want to bet the favorite, they'll lay the points, they want to bet the underdog, they'll bet them on the money line. So Mm. you'll get a distorted money line in play here that you actually can save a few cents betting the favorite just to win, more so than laying the points.
3: Gotcha. Interesting. Uh-huh, put that in my Do you dive into all the
0: crazy props that we'll all start to see between now and the next time you're on with us?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll look at a lot of the player props that are out there, try and isolate a matchup or two where we think a player is either overvalued or undervalued. It's not typically the top-line numbers for, you know, will Cooper Cup score a touchdown. I'm not going to lay that price, even if I believe there's a high probability it's going to happen. More often than not, when I build out my prop – uh, profile and portfolio for the Super Bowl, it's probably about 65 to 70% under bets uh, than it is rooting for things to happen. I'd love nothing more typically when I watch the big game on Super Bowl Sunday to root for a contest that ends 3 nothing, where both teams have 37 <laughs> total yards of offense because more often than not, that's going to correlate to me having a good day at the window.
0: <laughs> Especially in a lightning bet, right? <laughs> that would be amazing.
2: Um. <laughs> hey, I mean that's the whole thing. I mean, everybody loves for high-scoring games. They love to root for offense right. and a lot of those fantasy football type stats. But oddsmakers know that, and typically they're going to inflate a lot of those price tags. So when you're talking about a Cooper Cup, you're talking about a Jamar Chase. Professional bettors don't bet them under you know five days before the game. They wait till about forty-five minutes before, when the public's driven up those price tags, and that's where they can come in over the top. You told me something.
0: Where are we with the Titans? Uh, Do we have NFL futures for next year yet?
2: Yeah, we do have some prices available, and uh, I'm not sure if Titans fans are optimistic that Ryan Tannehill can be the man to take them over the top or not. But when you look top to bottom, it is the Buffalo Bills listed as the favorite. Uh, They're out there in single digits. Tennessee checks in with a group of teams right around 20 to 1. Obviously, every sports book will vary a little bit, but it puts them in a class of the Chargers, the Denver Broncos, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Arizona Cardinals. And while I think a lot of people would be surprised to go, wait a second, that the Bengals are sitting at 20 to 1, I can tell you that if the Bengals win total comes out inflated next year, that it's going to be one of the more popular bets from professional bettors looking to go under, knowing that the Bengals schedule will not be consistent with the team that we saw on a week in, week out basis. Mm. What about
0: Preds' Cup chances as we sit here at the All-Star break? Well okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the team has definitely played well. I mean, you look at some of the grit they showed last night. It wasn't exactly the best performance in the first period out from UC Soros and company, but they settled down nicely and were able to get a little bit of separation against the Vancouver Canucks. I mean, when you're looking at the NHL landscape, I mean, books have done everything they can to inflate the price on the Colorado Avalanche. At FanDuel right now, they're 4.5 to 1%. But I think the Abs are a team that's a little bit flawed. Yes, they have the star power up front. I'm not sure Pavel François and Darcy Kemper give them the backbone that they need. So when you're looking to try and find teams in the Western Conference, I think the Preds would be a very difficult out, the same way that I think the Minnesota Wild could give Colorado all they can handle and then some. So the Preds right now are priced at 25-1, to 1, and it puts them mm-hmm. in a group of, as far as Western Conference teams. with the Minnesota Wild a shade better at 22-1, to 1, Calgary at 25, and then you're talking about the Dallas Stars and Edmonton Oilers right behind them at 40. That,
0: that was one of your bets in the offseason. Mm-hmm. You said there's value in the Predators to make the playoffs. Um, so. Yeah, I'm
2: hoping they're able to continue some of the- yeah. uh, All all that being equal, uh, I definitely wasn't optimistic about Matthew Shane having a career renaissance (laughs) like he's done. We know what Phil Forsberg can do when he's healthy, and I think having those two as a one-two punch, along with that level of physicality they bring on a nightly basis, it's been a fun team to watch that doesn't get enough credit, uh, especially when you have a guy that may assert himself in the Calder Cup race, or uh, in the Calder race in Tanner Janelle. And and it's a lot of
3: fun when you got a guy that's over here betting on him.
2: Like me. Yeah, I mean, Flay, I'm sure you've been able to profit quite handsomely, you know, yep. betting One on the Fred. Uh, I know you're a puck line guy more than anything else. So you probably got a little bit of sweat out of it when Vancouver pulls the goal with about two and a half, three minutes to go. Yeah, and,
3: and guess what, Todd? What, I, what I've started to do, if I don't bet yeah. the money line with the prize and I bet with the, um, the points, then I don't watch. <laughs> it's that simple.
2: That's what can't I did last night. I, I can't
0: help.
3: That's why they legalize sports
0: gambling.
2: <laughs> hey, the, the other way to try and do things slam, I mean, if you're always worried about you know, the price on the money line, you like to lay a puck and a half, you can bet part of your position on the money line, part at minus one and a half. That way, if the Preds at least win the game, you can negate some of the damage that the juice will do. If they win by oh, exactly man. one, it's more or less a wash for you.
3: Todd, you came along at the right time, right
2: before the <laughs> Hey,
0: Todd, <spring.
3: laughs> real, real quick, Grizzlies in NBA Finals. <laughs> yes.
2: Hey, I mean, uh, it's been a hell of a story to watch. I mean, John Morant, you've seen his odds shorten substantially from where they were uh, at the beginning of the season. I mean, he's inserted himself right in that MVP discussion. Yep. The Grizz right now, 30-1 to 1, uh, to win the NBA championship, and when you look at the Western Conference, the Lakers are shorter odds, but that's as much them being a public team. You couldn't pay me to back the Lakers at 18-1 to right now, given the dumpster fire we've seen there. <laughs> the Jazz, they're scuffling a bit, but you have to think that Donovan Mitchell will be healthy at some point returning from the concussion, although the loss of Joe Ingles, I think, will loom large. So I would throw them out of the mix. I mean, Memphis, despite having you know experience working against them, no reason to believe that they can't be the third-best team in the West behind Golden State and Phoenix. Champion coming from the East? Uh, when I look at it right now, honestly, I'd be more than happy to fade some of that Brooklyn net stock that's mm-hmm. out there. I keep waiting for the Bucks to click it in high gear. If you're trying to find a little bit of value, uh, if, assuming that the 76ers would still consider shopping Ben Simmons mm-hmm. and trying to get an extra piece to put them over the top, uh, I think the Sixers and Heat are arguably the two best bets as far as numbers are concerned when you're looking to find a team coming from off the pace. I'm not convinced that Brooklyn deserves to be a 3-1 favorite because there's no guarantee that Kyrie will be able to play home games for them mm-hmm. even in the postseason. And my f- overall feeling when I watch this team is this is an, an experiment that's gone completely off the track, uh, and they're wilting under some of the pressure that they have on them to be this super team.
0: Love it. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate you. Always a pleasure, guys. Thanks, All Todd. right, Todd Furman, Bet the Board Podcast.
3: You need to check that out. Man, I wanted to dive in this more to basketball. Well, we get him next week. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I ain't tripping. He just he excited me when he got to talking like, gave you a new idea on uh, on the pretz too. Yeah, y- yes, more
0: three HL when we come back uh, again. Taylor LeJuan coming up in about seventeen minutes. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Three HL one zero four five the zone. Taylor LeJuan coming up. At five o'clock, Titans offensive tackle. They save a whole bunch of money by cutting that dude. Hmm. Yes, indeed. And I love him. I know he's kind of a divisive guy. Like some people love him, some people hate him. I lo- I love him, but I I love the entertainment value of sports, and I love people that have personality. Yep. Yes. Whether I agree with everything they do or say or not, I- that doesn't matter to me. Like just you be you. Like want to know you, and he's very out there with who he is, and uh, that's. I always enjoy the conversation.
3: I liked him more after I um after I heard his um interview on the pivot with Ryan Clark and Shannon Chani,
0: Chani, T- Channing. Oh, the
1: podcast. Yeah, the podcast. podcast. Yep. Channing Tatum.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah. nah. No, but he did walk by on Radio Row, <laughs> did he? And my wife happened to be there too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Really? <laughs> yeah. Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yep. Channing Crowder and Fred Taylor. Yep, that was Freddie T.
0: Lane Bishop player will player. tell you that's a Hall of Fame running back.
3: Man, hey, everybody speaks so highly of Frayton. Yep. I've never heard anybody say anything. He said opposite. that guy was tough. Mm-hmm.
0: Had some injury issues, uh, but, uh, oh, man, he was on that uh, Jacksonville team. that They won every game, but the ones they played against the Titans.
3: Yeah. Mm. Undefeated crazy. against everybody. He talked about that, too, in the um, pivot, too. Oh, and 3 against was the Titans. LeWon sitting right there. Yeah. Tell me, I don't know if he was. He should hit him in the knees or what. <laughs>
0: Looking forward to that. Um, I thought Dawn uh, put something great out
3: on Instagram, if I can pull that up. Dawn put something great out there. You just got to pay attention.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't happen all that often. So once in a while, you got to,
2: you know. No, nah, man, my favorites up. are
3: all Baby Babs, man. Like, uh, I, I love, especially when Baby Babs is at school doing something. Or she was swimming the she
0: other day. That was good, too. Day, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it was
1: Except good. she won't let the, uh, we get a safe splash in uh, uh, Cool Springs. Yeah. She will not let the instructor touch her. She runs. really? I'm like, baby babs, you have to learn to swim.
0: You do not call that <laughs> child that.
1: Mama ain't helping you learn to swim. That is why we are here.
0: Yeah, this is the reason. Mama ain't getting in that pool.
1: Oh, I had to get in the pool. Oh. You
3: had to.
0: And
1: all she wants to do is jump off the side and jump into the pool. I'm like, you can't swim, swim yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just do that. You got to learn the water on your face part.
0: You should uh, take Buck Rising with you to uh, swim class because he there can't you swim. Go. Oh, Bunker. that's oh.
1: right. Mm-hmm.
0: There Bunker. we go. How Save great splash. Would that I got to
1: get him, them I as an endorser for Buck. <laughs>
0: How great would that video be of Buck jumping to Dawn? <laughs> oh, my pool?
1: gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: Jump to my arm.
1: That would be amazing. Uh,
0: you posted this last year and then reposted. It's great. I wish more women realized that helping another woman win, cheering her on praying for her or sharing a resource with her does not take away from the blessings coming to them. In fact, the more you give, the more you receive. Empowering women doesn't come from selfishness, but rather from selflessness.
1: Mm -hmm. That is true. How often do I always say women are so awful to other women? Mm -hmm. Lift each other up. Help a sister out. out.
0: Yes, and let's Let's transfer that into everybody, man. We got a right? lot of, a Look lot each of other up. divisiveness going on, man. Look, life is short. Mm-hmm.
3: Love but each other. Got to love. Got to love.
1: That's what I was waiting for. Come on. <laughs> come right. I let's, let's
0: do this. Let's let's take a quick break, and then uh, let's get Terry LeJuan ready. And uh, we'll do that when we come back. Terry LeJuan, Titans, offensive tackle next on 3HL. Love. <laughs>